good evening, sexy cats and kittens. Welcome to the 15th Chunky Glasses podcast. Tonight it's a pants optional podcast live from Andre's basement. Going to be talking about the new Bob Dylan record, the new XX, David Byrne and St. Vincent, and the David Wax Museum. So get ready for a sexy, sexy time. Little guy couldn't be here. I feel bad. Justin said, we are uh, now in the middle of the 15 Chunky Classes podcast. We may or may not have pants on. That is for you to decide. <laughs> Choose your I'm own sure adventure. you that we <laughs> don't. Choose your own adventure. Yes. Yeah, that's probably right. Uh, we have a little slim crew here tonight, as usual. Andre, what's going yeah, on? What's happening? We have uh, Carrie over on the couch. Hello. Justin. How are you doing? How are you doing, you feeling okay? I'm feeling good. Right. I, I wouldn't. You're going to talk like that the entire no, episode? No, no, no. <laughs> okay, that's it. I'm open for it. So like Justin said, we have uh, new music from Bob Dylan this week. We have some XX. We have the super collaborators, David Byrne and St. Vincent, and David Wax Museum. Uh, but before we get to that, we're going to let you in on a little of uh, music news. So the first thing I guess we talk about is the uh, Bob Dylan's uh, assertion that anyone who says that he is a plagiarist uh, is in fact a pussy or a wussy. Aggressive. On, yeah, very, very aggressive. So uh, that, that entire Rolling Stone article, if you haven't read it, it's a work of art because uh, he just, uh, and any idea you had that he was a nice man of the people is just destroyed in that article. Ooh. He just That's comes off as a massively Titanic douchebag. This poor guy's it's trying funny to. Funny you should say Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> is he a fourteen-minute douchebag? It takes him forty-five <laughs> verses to talk about talk how about big a douchebag yeah. he is. We'll get to the album in a bit. <laughs> but uh, what you got for us, Carrie? Oh uh, well, Chris Brown apparently has a tattoo of Rihanna on his neck. It's not Rihanna. <laughs> okay, so that makes it okay. It's just some <laughs> random. Girl I, I read it's not Rihanna. Out. I mean, I've seen it. It's okay. Rihanna. It's so Rihanna. It's so Rihanna. <laughs> but it's not Rihanna. Oh. It, it can't, why would somebody... Then I'm sorry to be passing blasphemous rumors. Okay. Sorry, Chris Brown. Please please don't punch me in the eye. It's a nice tattoo, though. That's, okay, that's you got sweet. any news? 
I'm just hanging out. You guys heard about Amanda Palmer. I heard she's self-funding or getting other people to fund She did self-fund. So, uh, she went to make an album. Nobody was having her music. Just because that happens. She was with Dresden Dolls. I guess they're pretty popular. Daria really likes them. Dresden Dolls? Yeah. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, so she's... I'll give her five bucks. Okay. Well, a lot of... get a high five. A lot of people gave her five bucks. (laughs) So, she made $1.2 million. $1.2 million. Five dollars at a time. She budgeted the album. She she budgeted the album at $200,000. And $1.2 million. It's one of the most successful uh, Kickstarter campaigns in history. Well, um, and don't underestimate grassroots people. <laughs> that's right. No, and that's good. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No, it's perfect. So now, what does she have to do? The album's done. She has to take it out on tour. So what is she doing? She says, uh, "Let's see if I can find the quote here." Uh, for her band that she's going to bring along with her, she says, "By way of payment, uh, we will feed you beer, hug slash high five you up and down, pick your poison, give you merch, and thank you mightily for adding to the big noise we are planning to make." Yeah, she's basically enlisting musicians to play for free mm-hmm. during her shows. She is, which she has been slammed about, and I don't understand why that's a big deal. I mean, there's a bunch of musicians in this room, and mm-hmm. if I had the skills, I would go up and play for it for free. What the hell? It's, yeah, I don't uh, see why having a hub, one point two million dollar Kickstarter, precl- like if I win the lottery, if I win ten grand in the lottery, and someone says I'm still going to take you out to dinner and mm-hmm. I'll pay, I'm like, all right, that's mm-hmm. cool. Can I can I ask just a clarification question? Was she talking about that she's going to pay the musicians like that, or that she's yes. going to? Yes. Grow Greet everybody in the crowd who no, gave she, her five dollars. She's going that to pay way. musicians. Like yeah. that. Okay, she's, I just want just for clarification purposes, in case anyone's yeah. not as well versed as you guys. She's yeah. got a volunteer band, as, and she's me. paying them in high fives. So, so the whole band? Yeah, the entire band. The band. I, I, I think she's got like or does three she have a couple that are touring musicians. Okay, and, then, and some then, of the people actually tour around with her. They're like, okay. "Ooh, this is an opportunity." Uh, I mean, what are your thoughts, Andre? I mean, I don't. Like Justin said, I, I see it as an opportunity of somebody who's in the town to just say, hey, might as well get on the stage and play with that person. Exactly. Might as well do it, you know? I, yeah, there, there is that side to it. And uh, I do think it's a it's a very ethically slippery slope because um, it's not like the tour isn't making money. Right. Sure. Um, there was an, a response... Um, Steve Albini of <laughs> Steve Albini <laughs> Detroit, of yeah. maybe everything. the biggest get off yeah. my lawn guy in yeah, the universe. Yeah. But and and he bla- he blasted her for it. And uh, again, not rightfully so. I mean, I, neither side is yeah. speaking intelligently to this, uh, except for a guy we'll get to in a minute. Uh, but Steve Albini was basically just like she's stupid, right? It's like, he big stupid face, and that, that's not. <laughs> do you think it has to do with who who the person is? Like if my morning jacket said, "Okay, we're going to do a tour." And if you want to play with us, you can come on the stage. We're not going to pay you. I but think you can come and rock out with us. I think right. it's the that difference would... between a sit-in or you're actually the supporting musicians for the entire show. Right. What if so they, I what actually, what if they right. did that, though? And also, Band of Horses, you know, they probably yeah. have a bunch of money, but they didn't do a $1.2 million Kickstarter campaign. Yeah. And that's, that, that maybe sort that's of the, that some point? of the flag she's getting is you have all this money. Why can't you just pay some musicians to Carry. go around? Okay, yeah. Right, but also all the money is because you came out at first and said, I don't have any money. So yeah. can you guys all just give me some money so I can make this album? Yeah. Oh, okay. oh now yeah. I've got all this money. Oh, screw you guys. You you can't have any. You, you can have a high five and you can have a hug. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and I'll buy you a beer. And, yeah, oh, right. I have a t-shirt. Have, right. have yeah. a t-shirt with my name on it. No, I, I, I can <laughs> see that, yeah. The, the argument could be made uh, that these are grown-ass adults. Yeah. So she's yeah. not doing anything wrong. I mean, yeah. but... Uh, She'll only do it once, though. This guy, Justin Coletti, yeah. no relation to Justin. Because <laughs> uh, people are often named by their first names. Yes. We're not in Iceland. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Justin's son. Basically worked as a uh, sound guy for uh, 
these concerts that were like basically if you contributed to Kickstarter, you won. Hmm. And he got paid. Hmm. And his his contention was that if she's willing to pay her manager and willing to pay her marketer and willing to pay him then it's sort of offensive that the people who are actually doing the work, because he recognizes he's not, he's doing a support job, the people who are actually doing the work are in fact not getting paid. Uh, it's a bit it's a big discussion. I mean you can there's yeah, so many yeah. there is. But yeah. I mean if I was a musician who showed up to a gig expecting to get paid and I wasn't getting paid, that be pissed about. And that's for sure. the grown ass like, adults. I can get on stage yeah. in front of people and say, My name is so and so, I'm playing without pants tonight and that's how you're gonna remember yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I've got an EP that I've sold that I'm selling at the merch table. I mean, there's some level of recognition you're going to get just by being on stage with it. Okay, yeah. and again, you're not expecting to get po- paid. Point of clarification. On the album, are the musicians who are backing her on the album getting paid? And she's simply going on oh, tour sure. and saying, any, well, that's the thing. I want to clarify that. I, I, the, I don't know the answer to that. She, because she don't raised know. money to make the album. Yep. So if uh, she yeah. says, I'm only going to be able to do this once, and I'm going to need $600,000 to pay for health insurance for the rest of my life. I think Steve Albini like, broke it down. I think you can find, uh, and we should have found, uh, broke it down. that he, he claimed that she used the money inefficiently. But that, I mean, that's yeah. not the oh, well, <laughs> there. Well, I, I used my paycheck last well, week inefficiently. Steve, Steve Albini, Albini you get off my lawn. Steve Albini yeah. knows. No, I know. But, <laughs> but, so. but there's, there's so many different facets to this because it's not just the, the musicians who play behind her on the album. It's yeah. also the touring. It, it actually could be really fun if she says, hey, local musicians, there are awesome musicians in every local market. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show up, and if you want to get on stage and play she with me, She also great. doesn't point out that they're local musicians beyond just saying, hey, there's people who volunteered tonight. Right. Oh, okay. So, so she doesn't... Hmm. That's, I think yeah. that's kind of nitpicky, though, because yeah. it, it it is a day and age of the internet. The, yeah. It will be on every right. local. Yeah. I imagine thing this won't be the first person to do playing. this. No, I, no, I think I, it's going to maybe. I don't know if it will start she a trend made 1. per se, but it will. Two million dollars. Yeah. I'm doing this next yeah. week. Yeah, right. Okay. No, that's and the I'll thing. say it again. I'm a musician, and if I had the talent, I would get on stage with her in a New York minute for nothing and no recognition. This is just fun to play on stage. And you're like, yeah. this is a well-known. Act. I've got a flute. Yeah. I'll I'll yeah. get behind anybody. So if you if you want to talk about this uh, with us, we're going to put all this in the uh, podcast actually in, in the notes and you can leave comments. Uh, yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's been commented to death, so there's no reason why you would especially come. if you're Steve Albini. Yes, <laughs> Steve Albini, call us. <laughs> um, so I think that's it for news. Should we uh, get to music? Let's, yes, let's get to the music. Let's do that. That Duquesne whistle blowing Blowing locks gonna sweep my world away I'm gonna stop in Carbondale And keep on going That Duquesne train gonna ride me night and day You say I'm a gambler You say I'm a pimp But I ain't neither one 
Listen to that Duquesne whistle blowing. Sound like it's on a final So that was, uh, oh, you know who that is. <laughs> it was, uh, Bob Dylan, he just released his 35th album, uh, Tempest. Uh, Justin actually wrote the review for the site, so uh, tell us a little bit about this. Yeah, there's a, a, a little bridge at the end of this song that for me is the best 30 seconds on the album, and that's not saying much. It's like, how long is the album? Uh, long. So, I mean, yeah. he's got, I think, four songs that are over seven minutes long. He's got a 14-minute, he's, he's got a Titanic 14-minute <laughs> song in there. Um, I, you know, people have been praising this record left and right. It's his, you know, it's his darkest. He's in this weird place. His voice has this weird quality to it now, and I just don't see it. I feel like there's no direction to some of the songs. Lyrically, he's just not where he's been. Um and I say this in the review, but I feel like any album he puts out now has to be compared to post-1997, yeah. Time Out of Mind. Yeah. You just can't compare what he's doing now to what he was doing in the which 60s. I, which I thought that was a pretty dark record. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's, that's, what I, that's what I enjoyed about it. Right, actually. exactly. I don't think he's made a necessarily happy record. Together Through Life was slightly happier because he had Robert uh, Hunter writing the lyrics for him. But mm-hmm. um, uh, I just think there's no... It feels like his band came up with one or two good hooks per song, and he just started riffing out lyrics. Which is what he's been doing. Which is yeah. what he's I, I, I will albums, say, yeah. well, we saw him... Uh, I guess it was, his, what was the third one. Love and Theft? Uh, Love yes. And Theft. Yeah. Uh, no, Modern Times was the third one, right? I thought... Or was it... No, it was Time Out of Mind, and then... Love and Theft, Love and then Theft, Modern so Times, so, and then so, Together Through second, Life. So, Love and Theft. Anyways, he, he was playing ACL Festival. Okay. And, and these... We're, we're going to get to the voice problems, so I'm going to jump But so these voice problems, are started, and it's like you said, he just like gets a riff and then goes off on it. So you have like uh, probably like 40,000 people left at ACL Festival, and these couples in the back by one of the trees in Zilker Park, and, and like he's playing, and you can hear it, and he just goes, This is goddamn un American. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Smacked her husband in the head, and they left. Nice, <laughs> and that's sort of the feeling I got listening to. Yeah, this. yeah. I mean, the voice is just gone, and I mean, obviously, I'm not the only reviewer that said that. Vulture had a little thing where they quoted us saying, yeah. you know, just all these different people who have kind of put spins on his voice. It's just shot. I well, mean, it's, it's more than the voice, though. I think. I think he, he keeps making the same thing over and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it's yeah. and and you know the ti- the Titanic song, the title track, Tempest. It's 14 minutes long. It's 45 verses with no bridge, no chorus. And by the end of it, you just don't want to hear that flipping voice anymore. No, I, I, I will say I, I uh, helped manage a show for Dylan in '91 when I was a junior in college, nice. and his yeah, shut it. Yeah. His voice was shot then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was how many years ago? People do the math. Yeah, it, his voice was shot then. Is that um, before? Don't don't even. Just I was gonna say, is that before his Dylan for Christ album? <laughs> no, that was. Uh, no, but that he did put out Slow Train. Ninety one was World Gone Wrong, which yeah, was yeah. a solo okay. acoustic album of old blue standards, and yeah. his voice is shot on that record. And yeah. it was yeah. it was one of those scenarios where everybody just people were walking out. Yeah. it was yeah. it was a sold out show. People were walking out, and they were demanding their money back. It was because yeah. he kind of walked off halfway through, and mm-hmm. it was like, "Oh God, you know, you yeah. want to get him a, lo- right, a lozenge, right. the same as your review." You're like, "Just <laughs> old, get this old man a lozenge." He was old in '91. Like right. older Ryan Adams. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. He, mm-hmm. he just, he just, he walked off. Um, I feel like this is like a great 
uh, continuation of everything he's done since 97. There's mm-hmm. nothing I think new you here. You summed that up nicely, yeah, though, you know? There's yeah. nothing at all new here. I was listening to it in the car with my kid, who's a huge Dylan fan. It's funny that you mentioned um, Lily and Rosemary because it's her one of her favorite songs. Oh, yeah. Exactly. We listened to it, we were talking. The thing repeated twice. We didn't mm. even notice, right? Because you yeah. get you get to this point where you listen to Dylan, you're like, oh, you have this like background in your head, say, oh, I've heard this before. Wait, I've heard this before. You you hear that about everything on the album now. Yeah, it's just, and it's, it's yeah. not good. And people are like, oh, he's so angry. He said, no, the guy who's saying no, idiot not. wind is angry. You yeah, know, you know, the priest wore black on a seventh day and sat stone faces a building burned. It's like that's imagery, and his voice is raw. And like this is just some old guy. Whose voice yeah. is gone? Yeah. Like he's just sitting there with a port- hat and a guitar. Hey, do we yeah. want to hear him <laughs> growl at us <laughs> in, some more? In his <laughs> probably the growliest track on the record. It's, uh, this is pay and blow. Can I? Oh, oh. no. After. <laughs> well, I'm grinding my life out, steady and sure. Nothing more wretched than what I must endure. I'm dressed in the light. The shines from the sun I could stone you to death For the wrongs that you've done Sooner or later You'll make a mistake I'll put you in a chain That you never would break Legs and arms And body and bone I pay in blood But I'm not my own as a musician and how they, they change but the, the lyricism really should only improve with time your your style of music may change but longer you live you should have better stories Neil Young <laughs> yeah I almost snarfed right please now, don't sorry. undercut yeah. me right when I'm on like a roll <laughs> with sorry. the obvious sorry. oh he's horrible no, but, but but I feel like uh, you know pre-97 Bob Dylan had amazing stuff Tangled Up in Blue might be the most well crafted highly wrought song. it's it's a beautiful song yeah. there's nothing on this album that has lyrics that make 
that make you feel much of anything. I think that uh, Justin's review was dead on. To me, it's like Grandpa Simpson. Like, hey, I had an onion in my belt. <laughs> He's just rambling on. Which You're was like, the okay. style at the time. Which was the style at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay, but he sounds like Bob Dylan, so he partially yeah. gets away with it. But the lyricism shouldn't change, even if your style of music does. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And there's you know the story songs on here. It's not. We were talking at the during the break. It's not Lily Rosemary and the Jack of Hearts. It's not ISIS. There's not that story that keeps you in the car going. I want to know how this ends. Like yeah. even if I've heard yeah. it a yeah. thousand times, yeah. what's going to happen? And yeah. he tries, but he, I just don't care about anything he's singing about. Because you want to hear how he delivers it. But right. This one, yeah. you're just like, oh, right. just turn it. But off. when he delivers it the same the that Titanic he's delivered in the past three albums, it really doesn't. Right. You don't doesn't hold your attention very exactly. So last thought. Oh, I guess I'm not, not going to ask that. <laughs> I almost got us in trouble. Uh, so minutes. should we move on? Yes. All right. How about a uh, little uh, baby making dance music? Oh, sounds good to me. Right. <laughs> that sounds great to me. Yes. Yeah. Off it their was a new album, it, Coexist. It was the excess of a Coexist. Did we mention we're not wearing pants? We are, we are not wearing pants. We might have had them on before, but we got them off nope. now. Uh, so, a couple years ago, what, like 2009, maybe? 2010? 2009. XX had their debut, uh, had the song Crystallize, which, much like that damn. Uh, with Sigaross song was just everywhere. Okay. Uh, Actually, the intro from that album was just as invasive. It was like kudzu. It was everywhere. Yeah, yeah. and and uh, they made good with it. And honestly, uh, like I I saw them back then, and like I sort of bought the hype, and and they fulfilled the hype. They're amazing. They're uh, very much. It's very much like seeing a taping of Sprockets. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> that was what I envisioned no, no, in no, my no, head. It, yeah. It's not. It's not. It's just because. So. The, <laughs> <laughs> They're all in black turtlenecks. Now we should put them on sprockets. Which nice. yes. yeah. 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 is a problem. Which is why I haven't like delivered a review because I, I mean I don't know how beyond that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they were like damn <laughs> successful and and like the formula they came up with like Jamie uh, Smith, the producer, and he he has worked with uh, lots of other people now. And he's pretty well known as a producer. Um, they said basically that they wanted to celebrate American R and B. 
<laughs> and that was not, but if you dig into the first album you can find oh, the first album okay right right yeah. so this album they were it came out with a statement that said we're like gonna celebrate club music um again it's very hard to find yeah but yeah. when you find it it's it's interesting it's not the club music you th- you think it's like right it it's these weird like extraneous hits that like you know people are just like bangers in the club and they're like they just slow them down and they do this and stuff yeah it makes sense and the way they interact and uh, I think that's what actually makes this album more so than the first one is the interaction Carrie's looking at me like what the hell are you talking about like this would only be played in a club called Treading Water no no but so it's not they're not (laughs) calling it club music they're, they're saying that like this is what has influenced them and this is what like this is what they were shooting for and they and they succeeded like we already talked about Rihanna, but like, there's a lot of on the first album that could like trace back to people like Rihanna. Um, that's not American R and B though. Rihanna. Yeah, that's the pinnacle of American R and B right now. Rihanna. Yeah. All right. Um, and so like now I'm like what? <laughs> now I, I I have a totally different relationship with this yeah. album than you do yeah. apparently. I I just feel like uh, I I don't. I didn't know a lot about this man going in. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really excited to get the album because uh, I was in uh, Europe over the summer oh, yeah. and everybody's talking about XXS and XXS. And it was one of those things where I was familiar with their music, but I didn't know the band. Um, and I didn't know I was familiar with their music till I tracked it down and said, oh, oh, that's that band. And it was from the first album. So when this album came out, I was listening to it and it just to me it seems almost forced like everything is so emotional I'm gonna make my voice like that the track that we just played Angels everything is oh my voice is cracking I'm so filled with emotion and the Mm. lyrics are repeated in Mm -hmm. 50% of the songs ad nauseum Right, just well, it it is a formula. I mean, there, there's no formula. doubt that yeah, yeah. this is formulaic rock or right. whatever it is. Right, and so for me, it's I think it's pretty. I th- I'm going to put it in my hangover stack because it's one of those things where it's super nice to listen to. And the episode title, episode yeah, hangover, hangover stack. stack. <laughs> put it in my hangover stack pantsless because hangover. it's pantsless hangover stack. <laughs> because when I'm hungover, I am going to bother with pants. Yeah. But it's all. But it's the the voices are lovely and melodic. There's not a lot of messing around with mm-hmm. the voices, and they're beautiful. But it's it doesn't make me want to get up and do anything. I don't really feel like, uh, no, I mean, oh, it, I'm not inspired for shit. Kevin and I were kind of G-chatting yeah. back and forth about it. Like, it's not, I tried to, like, clean, make dinner for my kids while I was listening to it. And I'm like, eh, that's not going to work. And then I tried to listen nah. to it in my car. But then just, like, I can't even just hanging out business. of my house, and, like, I was writing something, and I had it on in the background. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is like, <clears throat> and, you know. Yeah. It's, but that's it's, the thing. You, you know, can write something else while you're listening to this. It doesn't take your attention from anything. It, it's it not bad. It's, it's just kind of... Mm-hmm. And I disagree pretty. with her lyrics. I don't think she's straining. I actually think it's really... Her voice is really, really good. Oh, 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 oh. yeah. and, and actually, I, I compare it to uh, Jana Hunter from Lower Dens. Oh, I think oh, Lower Dens yeah. is so much better. And you love I'm not, I'm not saying she's better or worse. Oh, I'm so saying better. she came out of her shell just like Jana Hunter did. And on this one, you can she's actually singing. If you go back to the first album, she's there, but she's not there. And even on stage, she was just sort of like, now. Right, now, she's in the, now she's in the forefront and she... Her, her voice is gorgeous. I mean, That's she's beautiful. just gorgeous. Yeah. This, this to me is almost like a... <laughs> and, and his voice is all, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like XX needs to find a Y because there's no balls in this album. Yeah, at it sounds all. like they're just singing. Just it sounds like they're singing this album at like they were facing each other while they were yeah, just like singing this to each other. Uh, it depends it was, on how you I like I think duets. it's meant for the two of them, and that's all that it's Do you meant like for. Duets? And it's but, not meant for <laughs> us to listen so, to. So it. for me, for me, I'm actually drawn in by that intimacy, and that's that's sort of what I was trying to get. No, I kind of find it. Humorous, almost. It is, yeah. but then, but then after. <laughs> so I kind of scoff and laugh at it, you know, because <laughs> I'm like, because it is like sprockets. I can see two people don't touch the on, monkey with a light don't on their the face, don't and that's all you can see. And they're singing this at each other, yeah. and you don't know when one song starts and one song ends, no. and it just kind of yeah. that's oh, it. It, it is, yeah. and together. that's the relationship I, to club music that I, I heard. I, I would, and I, yeah, and yeah. I would actually say that that is the one failure of the album is that it is so one note. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's a, it's a, you know, like. <laughs> but in terms of club music, that's like when you go to a club, it's just one song folds into sure, the next. Yeah. It doesn't stop. It's not like the song's beat. over. It's like it folds in mm-hmm. and it just keeps going. And you don't really, you notice it, but you don't really notice that it's changing. And that's what they did here. Like I put it on repeat. And I, and I never knew, end, right. I never knew when I was at the beginning, middle, or end. Right. Yeah, I After had it, repeat it too, went and the through. Only thing that, so it is just like yeah. Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was only yeah. when I got back to Angels for like the second time that I'm like, oh, I've already been through this a yeah. bunch of times. Because you heard I, that yeah. lyric over but and over I think there's over, something to be said over. for that really, sure. really stripped down, sure. you know, only a little bit going on. You only need yeah. those two voices because they work really well together. I mean, yeah. you know, we bashed Animal well Collective together. last week for just track upon track of noise and noise and noise. If you strip all that down and you've only got what's the good stuff that's left, I mean, there's something to be said for minimalism. That's true. That's but, a good point. But I will add that it, when you do strip everything else out, when you are going to rely on the sparseness of music, I feel like the lyrics need to be a lot better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you that. I mean, it, is a, uh, I mean, I, well, it does it's come not, off in parts as a massive public display of affection, as yeah. I said. It's like watching like, two no, people make out in a safe way. Actually, people making out on top I, of you again. We're going to play another song, but right before we do, I, I will say, I don't know that, like, like, it's almost it seems like a breakup album. Like these, yeah. there's some very tortured lyrics. I don't know if they're actually singing them to themselves. Like if it's their relationship that like blew apart. If it is, kudos. If it's not, <laughs> if it's not, kudos because they got yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Like the, the the emotional core is there. Uh, so the closing my thing. <laughs> the, <laughs> so the next song we're gonna hear off that is uh, reunion, and it, this is actually I think where they're at their best when they are playing off of mm-hmm. each other and Carrie's making faces but yeah. that's okay this is what, this is one song I don't like time I for a little like more sexy time here on the Chucky Glasses over and over and over and over again if I wait too long I'll lose you from my sight maybe tonight I could stop dreaming and stop believing forever and ever
Coexist, missing everything but the monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Justin, do you have something to say? Yes, I do. That is <laughs> sexy monkey touch of music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's good. I like so, it. If your lady's not around, I guess it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, uh, we haven't even said that yet. In honor let's, of let's let's move on. In honor of Aubrey, let's, we have not even said it's make out music. It is make out. That definitely is. Definitely is. It's good. It's good make out music. Yeah. Great. Yeah. It is. And uh, I've been doing that with your pandroids, and it just yeah. wasn't it working. Just we should have. Skyped in Aubrey. Like, would you make out for this? She'd be like, I already did. We should just have like the de facto Aubrey app, where you like punch the button. Yep. Right. It's like Shazam. It just determines what if what you're listening to is yeah. make out yeah. music. <laughs> Put on the Aubrey filter. <laughs> All right. you, Aubrey. So, uh, yeah, that's the XX. Uh, hopefully there'll be a review up on the site soon. Uh, let's move on to uh, Legend and, uh, I don't know. It's like Getting there. Legend. <laughs> If you don't know that first voice, stop listening now. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, uh, second voice, I don't care if you listen. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> that's just my personal opinion. Sorry, Paul is not here to temper this. Uh, that is David Byrne and St. Vincent. Uh, 
with that song Who from Love This Giant. Uh, David Byrne, I don't even... What? Do we need to say much about him? Like, Talking Heads, his no. solo career? This just... is not the Talking Heads. No. I mean, you gotta know David When Byrne. was the last time he did a solo album? Or even did an album? He, he did a couple years ago with uh, Brian Eno. That, right. that oh, yeah, I, they did that one. I, I didn't but... prefer it, but yeah. other people did prefer yeah. it. Yeah. So. He went on that uh, that streak a while ago where he was doing all sort of uh, Latin-infused uh-huh. music. He was doing all Which that world, what kind of world stuff. Yeah. 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 He, uh, the last album I, I truly enjoyed was Grown Backwards. Um, yeah, that and, one was pretty good. Yeah, and uh, great guest appearance on The Simpsons. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. He actually uh, wrote a new book. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, which yeah. we'll we'll talk about because I'm reading it. Um, but uh, that's not excellent. Okay. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So they collaborated with, or he collaborated with Saint Vincent, who is the indie darling of uh, the past what five years, six years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah she's she really kind of blew cheerleader, up surgeon, hers, actor. Yeah. Uh, was there one before Strange Mercy? No, that was the first one. And she's kind of collaborated with a lot of big names at this point. I wouldn't call Sofian big. But I would call the National big. I wouldn't call the National big. Okay. Has she collaborated with the National? Yeah, they covered a uh, um, Crooked Finger song. That's right. Oh, they wow. did uh, Sleep Ooh. All Summer. Sleep that's all right. Summer. I forgot all about that. We well, see, that's not fair. You know Kevin does it's a very good nice. national impression. I think I, we've talked I'm, about I'm it on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> if only we had someone on staff who could actually do a St. Vincent uh, oh, we could collaborate. We could reenact it. <laughs> So, uh, Justin, what did you think? Uh, I didn't uh, dislike it. I think it's good. Um, I like the horns. Um, they kind of utilized uh, the Dap Kings from Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings mm-hmm. for a lot of those horns. And, uh, I oh, think is that who worked. played on that? Yeah. Oh, wow. Did. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, and they, I think they do a great job. Yeah. Um, I, I just wish uh, – I know that we uh, are down a little bit on St. Vincent. I'm not a huge fan. But I honestly think her voice would have broken up the monotony a little bit more if she was in there more than she is. It's pretty much yeah. – is a lot of David Byrne and very little of her, which is fine because his voice, un- unlike Dylan's, sounds fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, you know, it just it just didn't do anything for me. Like, didn't I wasn't isn't you know nearly as enthusiastic as I is about the talk as I am about the Talking Head stuff. And you can't be. I mean, and you can't be. Um, there are there were flashes in there where I thought, boy, this could it, it almost goes there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. overall, I just uh, it, I wasn't particularly enthusiastic mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, it had a couple moments where, like, a later Talking Heads. Yeah, kind absolutely. Of at the like, end of their career, there when they were doing some of that stuff. You yeah, know there's I mean? a there's a tune on there on this album called the one uh, the one who broke your heart, uh, mm-hmm. and he's talking about Garden of Edens and mm-hmm. being naked, and it made me think of one of my favorite Talking yeah. Head songs, which is Nothing But Flowers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's, there's just a lot of imagery in there that I almost thought it's, it almost feels like a sequel to that song, where mm-hmm. he's just kind of using that same imagery again of kind of this world that's moved beyond. And so I like that. There was certainly flashes in there that I like, but overall, mm-hmm. I just it just, just just didn't do anything for me. Yeah. I mean, what, what do you? Uh, and I'll just carry this. Like, what? Like, what do you think? Like, Saint Vincent added to this album? Um, I think that her voice is actually beautiful. I, I'm not a huge Saint Vincent fan. I think her voice is lovely. I personally just don't have any connection to how she uses mm-hmm. it um, on any of her stuff, any of her solo stuff, any of her collaborative stuff. I, you know, it's one that she's like somebody else's Andrew Bird. I love Andrew Bird, but I hear often that people feel like Andrew Bird's being shoved down their throat because he's supposedly phenomenal I think he's great he I, I identify with him his music other people feel this way about St. Vincent mm. I wish I felt that way about her I think her voice is great but I just feel like everything that she contributed to this album was just almost like a uh, a vocal um, 
like a warm-up exercise. Yeah. Everything is just where she could put in a lovely note, she puts in 19. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. there, there's mm-hmm. not a lot of musicality to it. I don't know what that word actually means. I can't pinpoint why I don't like it. It, it generally means like the... Uh, level of pleasantness when I turn this on my um, brain says please turn this off okay, and, and, yeah. and that's yeah. and that's actually my reaction to goes, it uh, yeah. Un- yeah. unfortunately and and my reaction I mean I I will be just upfront I don't give St. Vincent the credit that everybody else does I think it's okay well I, I don't think it's okay I don't listen to her music I don't right. like it I don't enjoy it it doesn't do anything for me I can pick out as a musician like things that are Solid about that, right? And, and I'm not. This is no comment on her, like musical ability, but the ability to put all those together has never worked with me. Uh, and and that's that's kind of how where I am at as well. It's right. it, I I I can appreciate and, it. I can say yes. I see what you're doing. But this whole album to me is like when they kind of when they came out beforehand. They said, well, this is going to be an art album. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what's your definition of art? Beck thinks art is putting out an album that's nothing but sheet music. Which is it's, bullshit. Well, <laughs> it's kind of awesome. But some people think that's I think art. That's awesome. No, it's with awesome this, in a music nerd way. But as, right. as a consumer, oh, as a music it's, nerd, bullshit. it's bullshit. Right. But and, I'm a music and, nerd, and, and I thought this, it was fantastic. Yeah. For this album, nothing but flowers is. One of my like three all time favorite Talking yeah. Heads songs, and I feel like the lyricism is there, but there's not one ounce of oh, musicality no, that makes I, me want to love this. I I feel like this is uh, this is art. It's the same as okay, I'm going to listen to it once. Oh yeah, that's art. I mm-hmm. but it's like going to an art yeah. museum I mean, with you, a bunch do you, of I modern. Mean, do you put like, it up that high? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is oh. that it's a scenario where. It's the same as going to MoMA in New York. They've got this yeah. retrospective of mm-hmm. uh, you know this modern artist that you absolutely have to see, and you walk through it and you say, "Okay, I see it, and mm-hmm. it's great." But I am not going to buy that and put it in my house. Yeah. I've heard yeah. it once, I've heard it twice, I've listened to it three times because of a lady, three times because of preparing for this podcast. But mm-hmm. I will never listen to this mm-hmm. again, yeah. and I will feel no compunction to listen to it again. I think I think you made a good point though. I think it moves and shifts a little too much to have something to grasp onto as yeah. a listener. Right. right. Like well, whether it's, it's the the music itself actually shifting all the time or it's the you know the the way they deliver the vocals. Right. It's, it's yeah. an animal collective album. Yeah. Yeah, it's a I mean little, uh, just trying, straight up and it's, it's, it's the same thing the as same animal time. collective. It, yeah. It's not yeah. even that. And, and I mean well, they're, I, trying, they're trying to elevate it to something that's more than that. They're mm, trying to say this is art. I actually don't think they are. I think we are. <laughs> like we the listeners and uh, well and they and is, people they because being behind their, yeah, their, because their, their, if their you, PR machine because their PR machine on this one has been like this is art it's an art rock well, how, yeah. well, how else are they going to sell it that also mm. traces back to how the project started which is you know there's this bookstore in New York called the, I think it's the Housing Works who they were the ones that brought together the Dirty Projectors and Bjork and mm-hmm. they're just like you guys should come up with art and so that was sort <laughs> yeah. of the idea behind this collaboration <laughs> did they bring them together to assassinate me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, but it was the same concept here. It was like you guys should like get in a room and make some art because you're both artists and yeah. you do all these crazy yeah. elaborate things. And I think they came to the table a little mm-hmm. bit like we can't just make music; we have to make art. Which, uh, okay, because yeah. that's sort of both the way they the way they think. But yeah. they both are powerful enough that they could easily say, "We want to make something that is lovely that people are going to take into their homes I, and love." Yeah. And a lot of people do love this. Yeah, I, yeah. I just wish both would pull their head out of their ass and be like, "Look." You need to make something that people like. You don't need to make people... I mean, when you write a good song, when you do something like good, like it can be the most arty thing that has ever been made. But mm-hmm. if, it, if, if it's not enjoyable to listen to, 
Yeah. Like, they can defend it to me. I'm sure right. they can. And be like, right. why this is good and why right. I'm, I'm an idiot for not liking it. And we're both right. Right. Because, and and it just, it, it drives me crazy when artists do this. Because I haven't liked David Burns' output for a good while. Um, I respect him, but it's just like, and he can do what he wants now. I mean, right. fuck exactly. it. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he's yeah. cool. Yeah. He's he can definitely. do what he wants. But it's when... Just because he does it doesn't make a genius. <laughs> no, I agree. I completely agree. And I think he would actually agree with that. I think he would say just because he does it doesn't make a See, genius. See, unlike Bob Dylan in that Rolling Stone article. <laughs> right. Everything <laughs> he does is genius. And I say that because... If you don't agree I, with I, me, then I, I started reading his book, and it's like how music works, and he's like, well, this book isn't really about me. And he's like, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, it is it's about your you. opinion of how music works. And it, it, is, is it is just barely less insufferable than this album. Hmm. But I do want to hear his opinion. So, I mean, I, I, I want to sure. read it and, like, see what he has to say. But if um, you listen to This Must Be the Place, that that is mm-hmm. a, a song that, in and of itself, even in that album, didn't belong. And it just was yeah. a beautiful art. <laughs> beautiful. That's our timer. <laughs> the ducks aren't wearing pants either. <laughs> you know what? Never mind. Let's hear a new song.
like a ride through Epcot on acid. No, no, it was Ice Age. Uh, Paul informed me he couldn't be here tonight, and, uh, yeah. and we were trying what to get were, him to his, his thoughts on it. Or did he not express those? I, he'll express them sometime. Okay. Like, he didn't, I, I tried to give him the tape a uh, statement, and yeah. he would not do it. Uh, so, yay, Paul. He's a wise man. No, he's not. Uh, <laughs> we were saying during the bump that, uh, you know, reading interviews with both of the uh, David Byrne and St. Vincent, they were emailing tracks back to each other, and we sort of chided Animal Collective for doing yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. Um, and I just, I mean, call me traditional, I feel like it's much, much harder to write a song that way when you're just sort of, I'm going to plug in my two cents worth over your two cents worth and, and St. Vincent even sort of said you know we weren't using the same version of Pro Tools or whatever it was and mm-hmm. I was messing up his tracks and you know it just I just don't feel like that's a good way to record an album I feel like you you, you can feel the lack of humanity on a record when you do that yeah, his, his, book, his book actually addresses that like just when the first thing he addresses he, he, and it might have been in reaction to this he's like oh that's bullshit and it's like no it's actually not <laughs> <laughs> it's like you have to uh, I mean, he acknowledges that you can do it in all sorts of spaces. But right. At the end of the day, it's the interaction. With the yeah, musicians. absolutely. I mean, yeah. I say what you it, will about it Dylan's being a song by committee. Right. And it's yeah. it's the same as every document you've ever sent around at work, and it mm-hmm. comes right. back for comments. Yeah. You're like, this is right. not what I had in mind. Exactly. I mean, but say and say what you will about the Dylan record, you can feel that those guys are all in the same room, kind of bopping along and doing their thing right. in the room together. And yeah, you know, it, it makes a difference. Yeah, it doesn't the more make it good, but it makes it more mm-hmm. organic. And I think nowadays you start to you're you're able to hear that difference a little yeah, easier absolutely than you used to be able to. Now it's like I, I can almost hear when I put an album on whether this was kind of recorded, parts of it were recorded right. all at once. Right. Oh, maybe the band like all played at once and then they redid parts of it or added other which is things. fine yeah but I mean you yeah. can feel when they're emailing it back and forth and exactly. they're never in the same yeah. room at the same time. I mean, yeah. There's a big yeah. difference between this record and like a Wilco record. It's like they're yeah. going to be in the room and they're going to record it. Yeah. And they still can't make a good one. Sorry. I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. The whole love? You like the whole love? I do, actually. God damn it. And I think I'm this sorry. I think this next I'm bit a, that I'm we're going to listen to has a <laughs> yeah. little has a lot more of that where you can tell that they sat down together. There's I, I'm no actually really way. excited about this. Yeah. There's can, no can way we? that this next one was recorded. Yeah. So let's just hit it. Hit it.
that is uh, David Wax Museum, and uh, you might not have known that if you have listened to them before. Uh, David Wax Museum is, uh, at its core, a duo of, of David Wax, who is a Harvard-educated uh, music scholar, uh, and he took some time off uh, on Harvard's time to get a fellowship to study uh, Mexican folk music. Oh, and, wow. Yeah. And, uh, Didn't know that. Yeah, and his partner, uh, Sue Slezak, um, I think went with them. Uh, their last album, what was the last album called, Carrie? Was... I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, uh, I have no idea. Crap. And where are they from again? <laughs> Boston. Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah, from Boston, they Massachusetts. Are. Uh, well, then you should know the name of the last album. But this <laughs> album is uh, Knock Knock Get Up. Uh, it is entirely self-produced, as in, like, you paid for this. If you love this band, you got on their, um, it wasn't Kickstarter, but it was something similar, and you, you, you paid for it. Oh, and nice. they and they gave oh, it to nice. you and they gave it to you early and they gave it to you right. before and they, they there, there's a lot of bands that are doing uh, yeah. Crooked, yeah Crooked Fingers new album is that way and, as well. and actually yeah. now that I realize that I didn't put this in the notes we'll put this in the show notes like it's a specific site Ben Folds did it wah wah mm. but <laughs> um, uh, but we aren't talking about that um, so so David Wax got their their first big push in 2010 uh, with Newport Folk Festival and they were invited That's to play right. there and they had been. I mean, they are relentless touring machines, and they should be. And they should be because the the show is is just phenomenal. Um, they ended up they they ended up on the quad stage. That oh, was that okay, was yeah, that yeah. was that yeah. was where they were like set. They ended up playing every single stage that year. <laughs> <laughs> they were walking around. Yeah, people yeah. were like, and, and, and I'm not sure if that's where uh, we're gonna play over here by the porta. I'm not sure. Now. I'm not sure if that's where Bob, like from NPR, like having yeah. a party like, after discovered them. Yeah. But if it wasn't, like he knew them after that. Uh, it and it was amazing. Um, so on the new album, though, uh, they they they're known for like sort of Mexican their Mexican folk influence because. That's what he studied. That's what he's interested in, yeah. They just pushed past it. Like, yeah. Carrie, tell us. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, seriously, this I've seen them live twice, maybe three times, and they're great live, but they're a band that you come out, you're like, that's a great live show. And previously, you didn't necessarily go home and say, I'm going to look up all these albums and, uh, and I'm going to buy them all, because you just know they can't replicate that live. And then this album came out, and I got it when I was stuck in Korea, because uh, I got pinned down by a typhoon. Thanks, mm. typhoon. Um, and I may not have given it as much attention um, had I not been stuck in a foreign country, but when I listened to it once, I could not stop listening to it. And I've listened to this, I swear, every day, at least a little bit, yeah. since I got back at the end of August. It is an absolutely amazing, amazing album. And now I can't wait to see them again live. Gonna let Justin in a minute, but first I want to say, like, actually, and I told you not to say stuff like this. Um, uh, I actually, uh, I, I asked them for the album, and I would not have listened to it except for the show at the Nine Thirty Club one year ago, right around now. Huh? The one was it? Was it one year ago? Yeah, yeah it's like September four. Where they all sat down on the floor, and that, yeah, oh, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, yeah. that was one of the first shows I've ever been to. I've been, I don't know yeah. how many shows. I'm old. We get it. I've been. I don't know how many shows I've been to in the Nine Thirty Club. That's one of the first shows I've seen where the uh, the band said, "Everybody, let's just sit down on the floor and yep. take a little mm-hmm. break." And everybody, and everybody sat did. down, except for me. I took pictures. <laughs> I'll say it again. <laughs> they played a mother-loving donkey jawbone. Yes. Donkey jawbone. <laughs> it was awesome. But even based on yeah. that, I wouldn't. I was just like, 
I, I I'm excited they have a new album out by the process, but I was yeah. like, oh, this is gonna be like this other album, and it blew my fucking mind. It's so <laughs> it just yeah, it's really it good. really good. Did. It, it it's yeah. kicking like all kinds of crap off my. Yeah. I don't I don't even know what I was listening to the first six months. <laughs> Half of it gone. Yeah. I'm gonna put yeah. David Wax Museum. Good thing Paul's in here because he'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> top five of uh, 2012. <laughs> it it is really it is just a phenomenal phenomenal album, and it's not just the the musicians. We talked about a lot about everything lyrics. is saved. We talked a yeah, lot about we've talked a lot about lyrics mm-hmm. um, and the the falling down of lyrics in other places and and this music this song th- sorry this whole entire album everything is is pitch perfect the music is great but the lyrics are absolutely phenomenal and Vivian Mix he says I can't tell a lie but I'm getting pretty good at telling half truths yeah mm-hmm. it, it just makes you want to weep it's so good I know how to end things but I don't know how to begin I, I don't it's even listen to lyrics just, I do but they're so I'm good that they like I do and they're clear and, and the I should clarify I do listen to lyrics but that's not what I look for right but the lyrics yeah. right. no it's yeah, yeah, it's not front it's a whole, but it's a whole if you're gonna if it's gonna go on somebody's top ten it needs to have everything I, and this I, is just great. I'll clarify even more and say I listen to the lyrics depending on what the music is. But this, mm-hmm. I was so fired up about the music, like the tune Leopard Girl on here. I'm like, it, it's got it's this phenomenal. Mexican Dr. Hook the, vibe yeah. thing going on. I, was like, I, I kind of feel like, like <laughs> Leopard Girl is like thrown in there where they're like, hey, yeah. we're still a little bit weird. I mean, you've, you've, right, but it's <laughs> yeah. so freaking but good. But it's still so you got good. That, you've got like uh, Harder Before It Gets Easier. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Dog in like the Spike could be an Arcade Fire song. Yeah, that's true. It just simply could. Wondrous Love is just that album I mean you know, that that wouldn't work on any other album if the lyrics weren't there but it's just and that song it, starts out weak the the first couple of bars are weak and then it just like builds and yeah. then it's beautiful again yeah. you're like oh they saved it it's a great yeah. song yeah it's just it's so good I, I can't yeah we're, we're all just sitting here with no pants okay. being like Woo, <laughs> it's so good. Uh, let's hear. Let's hear another song. Like obviously, a little excited yeah. by this. Album. <laughs> yeah. If you oh, look yeah. around the room, yeah. love some David Wax Museum. <laughs> With Carrie, it's not so obvious. Not yeah. so obvious. <laughs> um, let's hear. Uh, will you be sleeping? I'm not bad 
So for that, that was uh, David Wax Museum. Uh, that is we're all excited and pantsless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that was will you be sleeping? Uh, and and Justin and I were trying to figure out the horn section. It's it's the Boston. Boston. And they're from Boston, right? Hey. Yeah. Like they're all from we Boston. Grew up listening to them. Well, they, and yeah. and the horns in there, like I just couldn't place it. I was like, what the hell is this? Sound <laughs> and like? if David Wax Museum is listening to this and they're auditioning for a Dancing Man, I'm I'm all in. That's I true. Instead of go Ben go, it. it'll be yeah. go carry yeah. pants <laughs> or no pants. Doesn't matter. Oh. It really goes both ways. doesn't uh, matter. Uh, Andre, so what were you saying in the break? Well, we were, we were talking about the horns, and I was saying, you know, I, I felt like it was a, a happier version of kind of Beirut in the yep. sense of that. Yep. Beirut kind of pulls his inspiration more from Europe and Eastern right. Europe, but uh, and, and these guys kind of pull more from Mexico. And I think Beirut maybe did that one time as well, but... Beirut kind of, you think yeah, he did that yeah, one EP but it was or like something. one song. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't a lot. It was, no and it wasn't really the happy side, I think. That's the thing that I liked about this. <laughs> right. It was like... It was more like Mexican drug wars yeah, more than that, actual happy yeah, that Beirut Mexican is depressing. And re- it's no. not depressing, but it's like this has just... it's These people, you can feel the joy that they have in yeah, making yeah. this music happen. Oh, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Comparison There's not like, a lot of pump. It's just yeah. more joy. Right. Exactly. Right. I, mean, I love exactly. Beirut also, but yeah. you're right. It's like you pull that kid out of the basement you open up the curtains. Yeah, get uh, get, yeah. get a little vitamin D on the yeah, skin. Like, you know, exactly. exactly. you take, the base, <laughs> take the base of a song like Santa Fe and just make it fun. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, elephant exactly. gun. Well, yeah. <laughs> the scary thing about this album, from a technical standpoint, is like, you, like people try to like capture this live experience, and this is not the live experience of David Wax, but it captures that energy like yeah. so perfectly. And I, and I honestly, I, I, I've been struggling to figure out who has done that in the past, like even decade, and I can't think of anybody. It's it just like yeah, it's very no. tough, and it's it's a tough sound to try to replicate. Like I've talked, I've hyped the Spiderbags mm-hmm. record ad nauseum, but that was an album where they got they rented a house, they invited fifty of their buddies mm-hmm. who all played instruments over, and they just and recorded. Similar, yeah, and and it, that's not the final product. They went re- remixed it, brought some stuff down, pulled some stuff up, but that's the vibe that I think that these bands are trying to capture. That party in the house, let's all have a good time kind yeah. of vibe. Because you heard that song. There's keyboards like those kind of '60s keyboards going in and out, and then there's yeah. the horns, and then there's, there's a bunch going on. Like I said, in my, so like uh, it sounds like the beginning of the Gremlins. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see this live. Yeah, because oh if, if the live show is it's, better than this, like I've oh, never seen intense. them live, it's, it's just so much fun. So I'm, I'm actually very excited now to know to go see them. And, and their the, the, their previous stuff is good. It's sure. just not what you would seek out and listen to over and over and over and, and over. Actually, again. I, I, I would and call this, for that as re, it's really good, but it's just not this. Right. Yeah. Right. It, it is really good. I, I I've always liked David Wax Museum, but I I wouldn't. They, they've always floated in like the mid range of my brain, and it, this, with this album, they're straight in the front. Nice. And I, I'm going to be going and seeking out their live show. I'll drive to Philly for. I don't nice. like Philadelphia, but I will drive up there and see them if they don't play in DC. Nice. We should right. do that. Would you drive to Philly to see Pond? I'm not sure. Depends on what kind of you van is. <laughs> it depends on what kind of van is driving there, me yeah. up there. <laughs> well, like they played at the Black Cat last time. I don't know. Yeah, That's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. If uh, there's a van, I'm going. Awesome. <laughs> nice. So there we are with David Wax. Uh, awesome. So uh, past few weeks, we saw Devotchka. Yeah. And um, I, I did a review of the Devotchka show. The Devotchka show was amazing. It was exactly what you would expect from Devotchka. It was romantic and large and huge. Um, Six and I, again, people, if you haven't been there, go see a show there. It's fantastic. 
Um, the opening band, which I did not include in my review because I ran out of space, unfortunately, was Claire and the Reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, very good, very young band. Uh, I want to give them a little bit of a plug. Uh, I think that that's a band that you should keep an eye on, that they're they're going to go places. Yeah, I actually liked them more than you. I, th- I thought um, they... You were a little more excited for them than I, I, I was. I, I was. Um, it's, it's, they're definitely feeling the Radiohead influence, but the problem with like everybody feels the Radiohead influence. Right. But they actually, I think, pulled it off. They, At some point. Yeah, no, yeah. I think they did a good and job. And having not heard an album yeah, and just seeing them live, that's even better. Yeah, I had actually listened to some of their stuff um, before the show to get ready for the show. And so I was uh, kind of prepared for, for what they were. They reminded me a lot of Innocence Mission, in which, whom I love, um, in her voice and the, some of the instrumentation. Uh, they've got some growing to do, but mm-hmm. overall they've got a really solid sound. So uh, keep an eye on Claire and the Reasons. Yeah. Um, I think they're from Brooklyn, like everybody else. They are. Yeah. Uh, well, the band is from Brooklyn. The individual members are from all over the place. Yeah. But but Devochka in and of itself was just God, just phenomenal. They were so good. That's good to hear. Really, so, like, really wonderful. Coming up, just what do you got? Uh, uh, what's the 27th is uh, Alan Stone and the opener is Sister Sparrow and the Dirty Birds. And they are from, oh, I don't know. Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost as if there's some sort of Brooklynization, isn't there? Um, we'll put the link to that. But no, it's a city paper article that is ridiculous. But um, Sister Sparrow is awesome. The, they kick ass. I saw them at Equifunk. They are great. Uh, really, really fantastic record called Dirt. Uh, I strongly recommend you go see Alan Stone and Sister Sparrow. Why Oak this Sunday? I don't know the date. Why Oak is the 23rd. Okay. Uh, at nine, at, are they? They're a black cat. Yeah, they are. And the then black stars cat. is at nine thirty. Uh, Grizzly bear sold out two nights at uh, nine thirty on Thursday and Friday. But there are we'll be um, there. But yeah. there are yeah, there are a gazillion oh, nice. tickets available mm-hmm. on uh, Craigslist for, for both bear? nights for Grizzly bear. Oh wow! Tons oh tons of tickets available for oh, Grizzly wow. bear on Craigslist. Uh, not to. Next, I heard they're pretty good live. Next Wednesday, I think. I'm going to find another <laughs> It's like double down at the Black Cat. You can't go wrong. Oh, yeah. This is <laughs> downstairs, <laughs> Corn Tucker, upstairs. Actually, the Wolf actually you, actually, you can go wrong. <laughs> well, yeah, there, there's a right choice and a wrong choice there, kids. <laughs> there, are, there are things to be done next um, week. <laughs> on, on much less interesting to me notes, uh, I'm going to see Madonna in a couple of weeks. But then, oh, no. Wait, for, what? I'm going to see Madonna. Why oh, wouldn't nice. you? We'll talk later. We'll talk later, and Why then, uh, and then uh, f- Friday. Well, this Friday actually is Metric at Strathmore. That's going to be a, a very Strathmore. cool place. And I you see. and I will be out there, and Taryn will be out there. Yes. So. yes. Oh, and if this is if this is going out um, on uh, if this is going out on Wednesday, the nineteenth, mm-hmm. Brownbird and Devil Makes Three yeah. at Hamilton. If you're listening to we this on eat. Wednesday, yeah, on night. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be there. <laughs> Kevin's going to be there. Daria's going to be there. <gasps> yes. Yep. Uh, there's also uh, it's. Friday the twenty eighth. Afghan weeks are back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, so if anybody wants to come out and get like pukey drunk <laughs> <laughs> with just about everybody in the crowd, including Greg Dooley, although uh, he's looking he's looking pretty buff. I don't know if he I does don't know anymore. that you can say that. Uh, that that is going to be possibly the show of the year. Uh, I, 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 yeah, not Madonna. If you if you haven't <laughs> seen Afghan weeks or don't know what I'm talking about. Again, Stellar, in the show notes. I haven't seen him in 20 he years. He puked on me once. Nice. So there you go. Yeah. You got that going for you. I do have that going for What's me. What's coming up in October, Kevin? Oh, October. October. We're, we're, we're starting to play. So, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, for, for those of you who are like 
into the media, we're going to have a uh, Game of Thrones tie-in, maybe. Nice, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Rocktober is coming. Yes, it is, and it's one put the, sh- put one the dink up there. And <laughs> one show per day. I'm doing. It is kicking it off on it's October first for me yeah, with he, Blondie. He's starting the start with Blondie, and yeah. then awesome. we are going. It's a show per day and a year per day. And Ooh. a year per day. Well, yeah, that's right. Boom. I will tell you why 1987 was such an important year in music, because. <laughs> I'm already sort of going gray. Now we're going to take off our pants and talk to empty chairs. Let me tell you, chair. <laughs> I tell you what, chair. So let's go around the room. Let's uh, talk about, like, and advise our people like what we think they should be listening to. Bob Dylan. Andre. Bob Dylan. I am going to pass on Bob Dylan here yep. this time around. Um, I already own a number of Bob Dylan albums, so I'm going to pass because yeah. I don't need this one. Yeah, that if, if you're uh, the person who needs the complete collection and you've already got them all like me, then I say buy it. But if it were me, I would say pass because it's just not good. I'll stream it. And, and only because... It's Bob it, it's Dylan. Gonna fall, it's going to fall in amongst that like the latter-day Bob Dylan. Oh, yeah. It absolutely sure, will. Sure. So it should be it. Could Mitt be his Mitt last. Mitt Romney belongs to the church of latter-day Bob Dylan? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody <laughs> loves the killers. <laughs> that explains the cover. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> flaming horse. I'm surprised it's not a flaming donkey. Yeah. The XX. Is that handing off to me? Now always. Oh, We're wow. going clockwise. Okay. I am going to. I'm going to pass on that one as well. Wow. Damn. I do not like that one. I'm going to. S- Your lady said. I'm going to stream it. On the offhand chance, I might want to make out to it, but okay. only because I miss Aubrey. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'll see the stream it because it's some sexy, sexy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in the mood to take off your pants, do it while listening to the XX. I can't go that low, but <laughs> uh, I'm uh, I'm gonna buy it nice. simply because you gotta have a baby sometime. <laughs> well, that's why you listen to Barry White, but I mean, or the XX, uh, <laughs> or Frank Ocean, yeah. or Weird Al yeah. Yankovic. Yeah, Weird <laughs> Frank Ocean, you have a crack rap. Beach Boys, uh, uh, <laughs> David Byrne, David Byrne, and Saint Vincent. Love this giant. What do you think? I am going to stream a few songs off that one. I'm going to pass that giant. Stream it. It's enough there, though, to hold my attention. Uh, I'm done with it. I'm going to pass it. Okay. Uh, David Wax Museum. Oh, definitely going to buy a couple yep. albums but, of that one. Um, let me just say I uh, got it on the download for a review, and I still ended up buying it Fuck because yeah. it's yeah. that good, and I wanted the better quality, so I paid for it. Yeah. Love it. You also wanted to support him. Come on. Uh, well, I'm going to go to his ah, show crap. and support the life out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Turn that duck off. What does the duck say? Does the yeah. duck get <laughs> your <laughs> finger out of the duck? <laughs> Like, ah! I'm sorry, I was I'm listening invaded. to the XX yeah. and I got all fired up. Yeah. I'm being invaded. <laughs> was the duck in a turtleneck? Yes, it was. All right. It's a mother ducker. I say, um, I say buy that uh, David Wax Museum album. It's nine bucks on Amazon, actually. It's very cheap. So. Is it nine bucks? Yeah. But you know what? Yeah. If you go to David Wax's actual site and uh, track through them, they get more money. Okay. I, I, on that note, if you are actually listening to this podcast and if you email me and say, Kevin... I want the David Wax album. I'll buy it for you. Nice. Just Kevin at ChunkyGlasses.com. It's that easy. That's how we know you listen to the whole podcast. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's a demon. That's your reward. It's a so, so, so first person I get that from, and if I don't, I won't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> no, but are you limiting it to the first person? Yeah. Because what's going to happen is one person will listen to it, and then he's going to tell all his friends. So just first person that does that sure. gets it for free. Yeah, first person. Okay. <laughs> I'm a lawyer. Oh, sorry. I want to clarify. What do we got going on in the background, Andre? This, it's very lovely. It's uh, it's the uh, lost tracks from the XX album. Okay. Oh yeah. my god, I feel like having a lie down. <laughs> the voice is on a bit of a higher register. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I think it might become shirts off too. Jeez, Andre. This means God <laughs> loves our podcast. Well, on that note, um, <laughs> uh, I would like to say, oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. Thank you guys for coming out. This has been the uh, Big Kids Table tonight. And uh, hopefully, uh, Big Kids. <laughs> you Andre, Carey, Justin. <laughs> Don't you go change See you it. next time. Yeah, we'll catch you next time. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not that bad. Uh-